The music is not in the notes, but in the silence between. This was Wolfgang Mozart, and this is the good, the bad, and the pure evil. Wolfgang was born January 27, 1756, in Salzburg, Austria. He was the only surviving son of Leopold and Anna Maria. Leopold was a successful composer, violinist, and assistant concert master. Mozart had one sister called Maria Anna, who the family called Narnil. The father encouraged both children at an early age into music. Narnil began first at age seven, with Wolfgang just three watching in awe. Quickly he mimicked her. He showed a strong understanding of chords, tone and tempo. Soon his father tutored him too. Leopold was a devoted and structured teacher. He made it fun for both and also had a strong ethic and level of perfection. But children, both children uh, excelled in it. Seeing their ability, Leopold devoted his spare time to their music teachings. Wolfgang soon went beyond his father's teachings with an early composition at five. Soon he played the violin, piano, organ and viola. 1762, Leopold took Narl, who was 11, and Wolfgang, who was six, to the court of Bavia in Munich, the first of many European tours. The children went to courts of Paris, London, The Hague and Cirque, performing as child prodigies. They met many accomplished musicians. The trips were long and tough, traveling in poor conditions and waiting for invitations and payments. Mozart and family members after fell seriously ill, resulting in limiting performance. December 1769, Mozart was now 13 and he left Salzburg with his father to go to Italy leaving Narnell and his mother at home. At this stage, it looks like Narnell's music career was done. She was close to the age for marriage, and the custom at the time had her no longer allowed to show her talent in public. The visit to Italy was from 1769 until 1771, as Leopold wanted to show his son's abilities to as many audiences as possible. In Rome, Mozart heard Gregorio Allegeria's Miseria in the Sistine Chapel. He heard it once but was able to write the entire score from memory, coming back to correct small issues. In this time, Mozart wrote a new opera, Mitridit Re di Ponto, for the court of Milan. Commissions would come as well as return trips to Italy. Mozart and his father returned March 1773. When they came back, the new Archbishop von Carolodo appointed Mozart as assistant concertmaster with a small salary. In this period of his life, Mozart had the opportunity to work with many musical genres, composing symphonies, string quartets, sonatas and few operas. Despite success, Mozart wasn't happy with his position or the fact he was stuck in Salzburg. He was ambitious and believed he could do more, be more, somewhere else. Archbishop von Caroldio 
wasn't happy with the young boy's complaining and attitude. August 1777, a trip was set up for better employment. The Archbishop wouldn't let Leopold go, so Mozart's mother went instead. Mozart got many promising positions, but they all fell through. Money ran low, so Mozart pawned items to keep travelling. The lowest point came when his mother took sick. July 3rd, 1778, she sadly died. When Leopold heard of her passing, he got Mozart a better position as corked organist in Salzburg, and so Mozart returned. Back in Salzburg, 1779, Mozart produced church works, including the Carnation Mass. In 1781, he composed another opera from Munich. That year, in the March, Mutz was called to Vienna by von Corrado, who was at the accession of Joseph II to the Austrian throne. Von Corrado and Mozart were a bit frosty to one another. Would Mozart take an offence? Mozart was treated like the help, even living with them, and wasn't allowed to perform in front of the Emperor. An argument erupted and Mozart resigned. The Archbishop wouldn't accept it, but all of a sudden changed his mind, having Mozart dismissed and physically chucked out. So Mozart went to Vienna, became a freelance performer and composer while living with friends. Quickly he got work taking on pupils, writing music and playing at many concerts. He also began work on the opera The Abduction from the Sir Galileo. Summer 1781, rumours swirled that Mozart was considering marriage with Constance Weber. But Mozart's father wasn't so warm and fuzzy on the idea, as it would interrupt Mozart's career. Mozart at first denied the rumours and writing to his father. But December, a letter to his father for his blessings came. Now we know Leopold disapproved, but we don't know exactly why as all letters regarding the topic were destroyed by Constance. Mozart and Constance did get married August 4, 1782, with Leopold eventually given consent. The pair had six children, but only two survived infancy, Karl and Franz. 1783, Mozart became obsessed with the work of Bach and George Frederick Handel. In this time, he also met Joseph Haydn, and the two became good friends. Hayden would visit Vienna and the pair sometimes performed impromptu concerts. From 1782 until 1785, Mozart wrote six quartets dedicated to Hayden. The opera Die und von Rung had immediate success which catapulted Mozart's name and talent across Europe. With the fame, Mozart and Constance had a lavish lifestyle. They lived in a beautiful apartment sent Carl to elite boarding schools, had servants, and a busy social life. So 1783, Mozart and Constance went to Salzburg to visit his father and sister Narnell. The visit was cold and distant. Leopold didn't want to take on the father-in-law role, and Narnell was the good daughter, so she followed his lead. But the stay did motivate Mozart to start writing a mass in C minor which only had two sections completed. 1784, became, uh, Mozart became a Freemason. They focused on charitable work, 
moral arthritis and it's hard to get into and those inside cannot talk about it to the outside world. With this secrecy, there are many links to conspiracies regarding the group. But Mozart joined anyway, and he was well regarded in this group. He went to meetings and was involved in many functions. They also would be strong influence in his music. Theatre space for rent in Vienna was hard to come by, so Mozart performed in random places, like large rooms in apartments and ballrooms in high-end restaurants. 1784 was the most prolific in Mozart's performance life. In a five-week set, he did 22 concerts, including five he produced and performed as the soloist. They were well at attended with Mozart given a unique experience and connection to the audience. By mid-1780s, the couple's large and lavish lifestyle upkeep was taking its toll. Despite his success, Mozart was falling into serious debt. Mozart had been with aristocrats of Europe and he felt he was one of them so he should live like them regardless of money, which doesn't work. He decided to have a more stable money flow and looked for a court appointment, appointed role. But this wasn't easy as the court's musical prefer preference was more to Italian composers and they were also influenced by Capelmester Antonio Soleri. Now Mozart and Soleri's relationship has been speculated for years. Letters to Mo Mozart and his father Leopold indicated a rivalry with Soleri and a deep suspicion of him. There is even a rumour Soleri poisoned Mozart. Both composers often fought for the same gig and for attention but there's very little evidence of anything more than a professional rivalry. What is known though, a rivalry they actually admired each other, and they admired each other's work, and even collaborated at one point. End of 1785, Mozart met Lorenzo da Ponte, and they collaborated the opera The, Mar the Marriage of Figaro. It premiered in Vienna in 1786, gaining success leading to a second collaboration on the opera Don Giovanni. Both pieces are among Mozart's most important works. December 1787, Emperor Joseph II made Mozart his chamber composer. The position was an honor to Mozart and also a nod to keep going and stay in Vienna. The position was part-time and had Mozart compose dances for annual balls uh, the income although was low, but it was a welcome by Mozart who was drowning in debt and it gave him freedom to explore music personally. By the end of 1780s, Mozart's fortune was flatlining. He performed less and his outgoings far exceeded his incomings. War had hit Austria and support to the arts took a back seat. Mid-1788, Mozart moved his family to the suburbs. Mozart began borrowing from friends. Once commissions came or a concert, he quickly repaid them. In this time, he wrote his last three symphonies. From 1788 until 1789, Mozart said it was a low point of black, dark thoughts. Historians believe Mozart could have been bipolar 
which does explain his periods of hysteria and spells of hectic creativity. 1790 to 1791, Mozart is in his mid-30s and went through a time of music productivity and some personal healing. Some of his most famous wor uh, works were written in this time, like the Magic Flute, the Final Piano Concerto in B flat, and the Unfinished Requiem. With more performances, his money problems started to fade. Wealthy people pledged investments for occasional compositions, but his physical health started to go downhill. He fell ill in November 1791 and was confined to his bed to rest. Constance and Sophie, her sister, tried to take care of Mozart, but he wouldn't rest. He couldn't. To him, he had to finish Requiem. Weeks later, December 5th, Mozart died aged 35. Due to limitations in post-mortem abilities at the time, the cause of his death is unknown. But they had to put something down, so the cause was recorded to be severe malaria fever. Since then, many theories of his death have come up, like rheumatic fever. His funeral was said to be small and he's buried in a common grave. But his memorial services in Vienna and Prague pulled huge crowds. After his death, Constance sold Mozart's unpublished manuscripts. From then, she got a pension from the emperor and she organized many Mozart memorial concerts, all of which probably gained her security. At the time of his death, Mozart was said to be one of the greatest composers of all time. His operas were unique back then, and still today fascinate and inspire musicians and music lovers worldwide. And that is the story of Wolfgang Mozart. Like and subscribe to my channel or catch my podcast. And join me next time for the story of the Aberfan disaster. A collapse of a colliery spoil tip on October 21st, 1966. With heavy rain, a build-up of water in the tip led to a sudden slide of slurry downhill, killing 116 children and 28 adults, engulfing a row of houses and a junior school. Until then, this was the good, the bad and the pure evil.